0: This week I'm going to talk about how to learn web development without getting stuck. So if you've not learned any web development, you're just getting started from scratch, or if you're trying to fill some holes, fill the gaps in your knowledge, this episode is for you. Are you ready? Let's go. What is up, Self-Maters? Welcome to another edition of the self-made web designer podcast. And I I, I don't know if you've noticed, but the traditional way of learning things kind of stinks. You, You sit at a lecture, someone talks to you, you take notes, you get tested, and then you go on to forget it from that point on, right? Like sure. You might walk away with maybe a little bit more knowledge, but for the most part, you're not much better off than when you started. And the same is true for learning web development. I know who people who have gone through tutorial after tutorial only to walk away without much skill after it was all finished and 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 it's not just tutorials okay it's it's boot camps it's it's college universities it's anything in between but not you my friend because i am going to teach you the best way to learn web development so you don't walk away from your learning experience going i actually don't know any more than when i first began this stupid lesson okay so we're going to dive in we're going to talk about it we're going to talk about some things that i have learned for myself that can be helpful for you as well. But before we dive in, I wanna encourage you to sign up for the Web Designer Starter Kit course. In it, I go through everything that I did to learn how to become a web designer, starting from knowing nothing about web development and very little about design, to getting a full-time job at a tech company as a web designer. And along the way, I started my own freelance business. I doubled my income, a lot of other really cool things. And you can do that too. So go to selfmadewebdesigner.com and sign up. Over 2,000 people have been through this course and I know that it's going to help you. So check it out, selfmadewebdesigner.com and sign up today. All right, are you ready to learn? the best way to learn (laughs) is kind of a double learn thing the best way to learn web development in 2022 without getting stuck all right let's do it so what is the best way to learn web development the answer is simple But it's also kind of a difficult pill to swallow. And why is that? Because one of the main traits of being a human is that we are resistant to change. We don't like it. And that is illustrated best through my little two-year-old who does not want to do certain things that he is mandated to do by his parents. That's also why it's hard for us adults to do things like lose weight or change bad habits in our own life. We don't like change. It's it's painful. Our bodies actually resist it. There's even a term for it called homeostasis, right? Your body naturally wants to get back to homeostasis, which is the place where it feels most comfortable. So if you're going to learn anything, if you're going to develop any kind of new trait and specifically learn web development, and I mean, like really learn it, It's going to be painful, okay? There will be times when you want to quit. There will be times when you feel like an absolute idiot. You'll question your sanity. You'll question the sanity of your computer and whether or not you should throw it up against the wall. But if you push past the pain, if you just keep going, you will come out of the other side with a whole new set of skills and knowledge that you can get paid a lot of money for. And honestly, Web development is just a lot of fun. Hopefully, that's why you're listening to the Self-Made Web Designer Podcast because you figured that out for yourself. Before we dive too deep into the best way to learn web development, let's talk about what web development actually is. Just just a real big refresher course. It's going to be brief, so hang with me for just one second. Web development really simply is the creation and maintenance of things that we use on the internet. And there's two parts to it, Right. There's the front end and the back end. The front end part is, is, is what you see. It's the pretty colors, it's the text, it's it's the spacing, it's the it's all of that stuff. How everything is laid out, and even a little bit of the stuff that interacts with you when you mess with it, like clicking a button. And the back end is is the stuff that you don't really see, but is still really important to your experience. With what you're using on the internet, it's the storing of your email in a database, so you can log into your account, or the processing of a payment. That's all the backend stuff. So, typically for front end, you use languages like HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. Those are the big three. Those are really powerful languages. If that's all you learn, you will be in a good place. Okay, but there's also some backend languages that are really helpful too. So the backend stuff. You use languages like PHP, Python, or Ruby. And even JavaScript has become a really popular language for back-end development with frameworks like Node.js and and others. But that's a topic for another day. If you have no clue about what I just said, don't worry, we're just gonna keep moving right along. When you master both the front-end and back-end languages, you're considered a full stack development. That's that's both stacks. That's the front-end stack and the back-end stack equals the full stack. But when you're first starting out, it's kind of a good idea to focus mainly on the front end. And of course, some people would argue with me, but this is probably a good path to take it if you're wondering. And after you've gotten some basic concepts in things like HTML and CSS, you start working on JavaScript, which is a little bit more difficult, and then onto things like PHP or Python. So normally at this point, someone would start talking about all of the best tutorials that they found and the best websites or or YouTube channels to, to learn all of those languages like HTML and CSS and JavaScript and Python and Ruby or whatever. But this is where most people get it wrong when it comes to learning web development. You can't just go straight to some learning platform or sign up for some course and think that that's enough to actually become a web developer. And don't get me wrong. We'll get to tutorials. Okay. They're an important part of the process, but I know way too many people that have gotten stuck in tutorial purgatory (laughs) and have never been able to break out of it. Or did you, do you graduate from purgatory? I'm not quite sure. Either way, you have to take a step back and think about how to learn web development, not just where. To learn web development, not just the what, but the how Scott Young calls this meta learning in his book, ultra learning. And I'm going to leave a link in the show notes for you to check that book out. I highly recommend that you pick it up. Essentially, you need to learn about learning right? No, this is not another Jedi mind trick. But before you begin, take a step back and be thoughtful about a game plan for really understanding what it is that you're trying to master. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself in an endless loop of really half-hearted attempts that get you nowhere close to you actually learning web development than you would be if you tried doing something like studying for a test by sleeping with a textbook on your face every night, right? Have you ever tried that? No, it doesn't work. So before we talk about where to learn web development, let's talk about how to learn web development. The first thing that you need to do to really learn web development without getting stuck is to immerse yourself. And the reason why most people never really learn web development is that they don't go all in. And And there, there are some things that you can just kind of casually learn, right? It's been a few minutes here and a few minutes there, and then you kind of got a better understanding of what it is that you're doing. But web development is not one of them. Right? It's kind of like learning an entirely new speaking language, right? Like if you really want to learn, let's say Spanish, you've got to go to Mexico or Spain and force yourself not to speak anything other than Spanish, right? Like no, no English, no, no nothing. Like just Spanish and bienvenidos a mis hermanos y hermanas que habla Espanol. Okay. I'm, I'm very glad that you're here listening and a part of this you'll probably (laughs) uh, resonate with this a little bit. And that's exactly what Scott Young did when he became fluent in seven different languages, only spending three months at a time to learn each of those, he he went to a country, he forced himself to speak nothing but the native language in that country. And in three months, he would become fluent in that language. And the same is true of web development. If you want to learn it, like, like really learn it, then you've got to immerse yourself. And does that mean that you need to spend eight hours a day hacking away. Not necessarily, but it does mean that you can't just do it here and there and hope to walk away with a really good understanding of what you're trying to learn. So prepare to set a time, a significant chunk of time in your day to really learn. Give yourself at least an hour or two a day. And listen, I know that all of us feel like we don't have enough time for anything really, right? Like there's too much to do in our day and not enough time to do it, right? But honestly, we all make time for the stuff that is important to us. So when you say, I don't have enough time to spend one to two hours a day learning web development, you're not really saying you don't have enough time for that. What you're saying is, is that learning web development isn't important enough to you to set that kind of time aside. And listen, that's okay. I'm a dad with four kids and one of them is a toddler, just like I mentioned. He's cute, but he's a lot of work. (laughs) And so there are seasons when other things are just more important. But my challenge to you is... Don't be passive about your schedule, right? Take a second and really evaluate how you're spending time. Look to see if there's anything that you're doing that you could trim down on in your schedule or maybe even cut out completely. I once talked to a guy that didn't feel like he had enough time to learn web development. And and when I actually drilled down into it, I don't have enough time meant that he wasn't willing to stop going to the gym for an hour a day and reading for another hour a day, right? So it's not that he didn't have enough time. It's that he wasn't willing to skim back on some of those other things that he felt like were important to him. And if that's you, then, then I get it. I'm not here to give you a guilt trip about your priorities. I'm only trying to tell you that if you really want to learn web development, then you're going to have to make it a priority. So work with your schedule, sit down, look at what you're doing and make some significant time to really learn web development. Number 2, you've got to work backwards. One of the best way to learn web development is by learning through projects. In other words, you start with a project that you'd like to build and you work backwards from there. So, Do you want to build an app or create a membership website from scratch without using any WordPress plugins, okay? Start with those things and now figure out what you need to do to get to that end goal. Let the project be your education. And the reason so many people feel like they don't actually know anything after they've gotten done with a course or a tutorial is that there's not a lot of real context for what they're learning while they're taking the course or while they're going through the class. In other words, the learning environment is, is, is a very sterile environment where you've been set up to not be frustrated. You've been set up to succeed with not as much effort as it would take as if you just went out there and started trying to build something thing. And oftentimes the person who is like teaching on a tutorial has edited out all of the mistakes that they've made and the speed bumps that they've ran into. And how do I know that? Because I've done it myself. Okay. But that's not real life. Sometimes code that should work doesn't work and you don't know why, but the process of figuring out why it's not working is a huge part of really learning web development. So start at the finish line. What types of projects would you like to be working on? Pick one of those and then learn as you build it, piece by piece. Number three, know your resources for learning web development. Okay, now we talk about tutorials and platforms to learn, okay? And it's not like those things are bad, right? They're super helpful, in fact. It's just that you shouldn't start there. You shouldn't just go somewhere, sign up, and just start like aimlessly learning, okay? And fortunately, you've got a ton of options available to you to learn web development these days. When I was first getting started, things were a bit sparse, okay? You had like maybe one or two options. But as time has gone on, you'd be hard-pressed to find a decent amount of resources for learning web development from a simple Google search, okay? So here are some of my favorite resources because I know there's a lot of stuff out there and it's easy to kind of get overwhelmed. The first one I always recommend is Codecademy. And this is what I used when I was first getting started. And I love the way that Codecademy teaches you with like a really interactive step-by-step system. Essentially, you get a set of instructions uh, based on what you're trying to learn. And then you're asked to do something from those instructions right away in a web browser-based text editor. So you kind of see the results immediately. And and this gets you coding right away. And as you skip some of the prerequisite steps that can sometimes kind of stifle motivation, some of that setup stuff that might take a little bit of time to kind of figure out, will you have to learn those steps eventually? Yes, but it's not something that is too terribly difficult to master. Once you've got some actual coding experience under your belt, there's a little bit of a caveat here because there are a lot of free tutorials on the Code Academy website or platform, but if you want to access their full library of courses, you're going to have to pay somewhat of a monthly fee. Is it is it worth it? In my opinion, yes. There's a lot of really great stuff on there, but even if you just stick to the free courses, you're going to have more than enough to learn as you're kind of building your skills. The second platform or the second resource. To learning web development is freeCodeCamp.org. FreeCodeCamp is a nonprofit organization that has a, a number of learning tracks to choose from. Right there's everything from responsive web design to machine learning with Python. Okay, a lot of options, and, and I love FreeCodeCamp and, and and I love their mission. They're a small team that has done a phenomenal job creating resources for folks looking for the best way to learn web development. And they've got kind of that similar interactive system where you read a lesson and then implement it straight away in their text editor app. The third place to learn web development is YouTube. (laughs) YouTube is another great place, right? I actually have a friend that started his learning journey with web development on YouTube. And he became proficient enough as both a front-end and back-end developer from the tutorials he found on there to get a full stack developer position with a major company. And and it's, it's a big one. Trust me, you, you have heard of them. Okay. And when I tried digging a little deeper to see if you have like some secret strategy on learning web development on, on YouTube, he, he just said, if I had a question, I would just type it in the YouTube search bar until I found something that helped, right? <laughs> Pretty straightforward, right? So that being said, there's a few channels that I, I personally love, okay? The first one, shameless plug here for the Self-Made Web Designer channel. Uh, if you're listening to this as a podcast. We do have a YouTube channel. It's a lot of fun. You get to see me flailing my arms and doing other crazy things. I don't do a lot of coding tutorials, but I will one day, my friends. Another one that is very popular is called the Net Ninja. And it's got a ton of great tutorials ranging ranging from front-end to back-end technologies. And you can't argue with almost 1 million subscribers and friends of mine who swears By this channel. Another one is Programming with Mosh, M-O-S-H. That's another great channel with nearly 3 million subscribers. And and Mosh is fun to listen to, and he's got a laid-back approach to learning. So there are a ton of other great channels, but those are great ones to start with and ones that I have personal experience with. So definitely go check them out. Uh, Another resource that a lot of people have gone through or or recommended to me are boot camps. And I've worked with a few folks that have learned everything that they needed to know to land a web development job solely from a boot camp. And the prices for boot camps can range anywhere from a few thousand dollars to tens of thousands of dollars. So the one you pick really depends on your situation in life and what you're looking to accomplish. There's also a lot of great full-time or... Part time boot camps out there. If you've got a full time job and you can't, you know, spend 12 hours a day with stuff from what you're learning at your boot camp and all the assignments that you've got, then part time boot camps are also available. I've written a great guide on the five best part time online web design boot camps that I will leave a link for in the show notes. Number five, and the fifth place to have as a resource for learning web development is something called Stack Overflow. And and this is not necessarily like a specific platform that was made to help you learn, or like some set of tutorials. But it, it's worth mentioning because Stack Overflow is a huge resource when you are learning web development. Stack Overflow is a community of developers that both ask and answer questions related to what they're struggling with in web development, right? So when you get stuck learning how to code, you will invariably begin Googling your heart out, okay? We all do it. And the pages that will likely show up at the very top of your search results will be from Stack Overflow. So do yourself a favor, create an account now and start doing a little searchy-searchy on this site. I promise you, one day you're gonna be a pro and you'll probably be answering questions yourself on there, you little sneaker. Okay, number four. The best way to learn web development without getting stuck is to learn the reason behind why your code works. Now now that you've got a few resources under your belt, the temptation is really to kind of just find some stuff, copy and paste it and and see if it's if it works, right? And and listen, I get the temptation behind that, but that's not really learning. And you'll find that you have to work a lot harder to get something to work, not actually learning, like doing it that way with copying and pasting, than just trying to figure out the core concepts of of what you're trying to do, just biting the bullet and looking a little bit further into why something should be working or isn't working at all. So if you're really going to learn web development, you've got to understand the reason behind why stuff works, not just that it works. Sure. I mean, it's kind of arguable that you could build an entire career off of copying other people's code. Okay. And honestly, there are times when I have to do that myself, but you can't just let yourself off the hook all the time. Just because something is working, you've got to dig a little bit deeper and try to get the foundational concepts. That's going to help you learn things quicker and save yourself a lot of trouble in the future. So something I do personally is I keep a running list of concepts that I have a hard time understanding or even questions that I haven't quite mastered. And when I have a free moment, I'll pull up that list. It's on my phone or in my car when I'm driving somewhere. I'll go over that list in my head and I'll try to recall it. And this is another great hack for folks who are kind of busy and don't have a lot of time to devote to learning web development, right? Try recalling things that you've learned when you're doing something that is kind of mindless, like, like driving or, or standing in line for something, right? But it, when you're driving, make sure you don't get into a wreck when you're trying to recall something about JavaScript event propagation or something. I don't know. Be careful out there, guys, with this. That's all I'm saying. Number five, don't be afraid to look Stupid. When, when you're learning web development or anything really, you, you've got to give yourself a pass for not knowing what you don't know. And I know that sounds kind of obvious, right? But a, a lot of time I personally get scared to ask questions because I'm afraid I should already know the answer to what I'm asking. And a lot of times people that are further along in web development will kind of just rattle off something that I've never heard of before, but they'll say it no, so nonchalantly that it sounds like I should know what they're talking about. But when that happens, You have to stop them and say, could you please explain what you were just talking about? And in other words, you can't be afraid to look stupid. People have a good understanding of web development because they themselves have spent a lot of times making mistakes because of all the stuff that they don't know. And they made those mistakes and looked dumb themselves, but they learned from those mistakes and were much less likely to make them again in the future. And the same is true for you. You won't know everything you need to know about web development when you're just getting started. And honestly, I would actually argue that the more, you know, the more you learn about web development, the more you realize that you actually don't know much at all. So always have a posture of humility when it comes to learning. And if something doesn't make sense, don't be afraid to ask for clarification. Number six and the final tip in the best way to learn web development without getting stuck is learn to love the frustration. And now we circle back to what i mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast. You are going to get frustrated when you're learning to code just as you get uncomfortable learning anything new, right? But you've got to get comfortable with that frustration if you really want to learn web development. In fact, I'd argue that you need to learn to like or even love the frustration. The frustration is actually a sign that you're uncovering holes in your knowledge. And, and and I love what Adam Grant talks about in his book, Think Again. He says that it's not enough just to be okay with being wrong. You actually have to learn to love being wrong because when you find out that you're wrong, It simply means that you're one step closer to the actual truth. And so the same is true when you encounter those frustrations on your journey to learning web development. Those frustrations mean that you're just one step closer to mastering whatever language you're trying to learn. At the end of the day, everyone's journey to, to learning web development will, will look different. And that's okay. I know some people who have gotten a lot out of coding boot camps. I know others who went to the exact same boot camp and got nothing out of it, right? They're like, ah, oh, it was a waste of money. Don't, don't go there, right? But there are some principles that are true for absolutely everyone, no matter which path. You take. If you really want to learn web development, you have to go all in, and you've got to learn from the projects that you work on. If you spend enough time building projects in any web development language, you will eventually master it. Tutorials are fun. Udemy has a ton that you can buy for pretty cheap, but I guarantee you that you will never get asked how many tutorials have you been through in a web development job interview, right? You will only be asked, how many projects have you worked on? Show us what you've done to prove what you know. Hey, I hope this episode was an encouragement to you and you learned maybe just a little bit more about how to master or learn web development, whether you're just getting started or you've gotten stuck on certain things in the past. I am on my own journey with this, trying to fill the gaps in my knowledge as I become a better web developer. So we're doing it together, folks. Hey, we've got another episode dropping next week on Wednesday. It's going to be A lot of fun. Make sure that you subscribe to the Self-Made Web Designer Podcast or the YouTube channel, wherever you're watching or listening to this episode. And hey, don't forget to keep working hard. And if you don't quit, you win.